We had a lock-in on Friday night, and I don't have my quilt up here because I'm still sleepy and I'm going to curl up and go to sleep, but I was reminded on Friday of the things that are, that are dear to us, and this has been something I'd been playing with for a while, and I was just reminded as I saw the kids bring in blankets that were of comfort to them as, as they came and, and stayed and went through different lessons and worship and um, learned more about worship and about their calling in this world. And it was awesome to see this section here filled with 30 kids who were applauding the fact that God gives us the grace of salvation. And that was just such a comfort to me. And so I want to share that with you, first of all, and ask you to continue to be in prayer for our confirmation class. We've got a a couple of them in here. And if they look a little sleepy, just forgive them, just like you would forgive me for looking a little sleepy this morning. Um, I want to talk about being bound together and being bound together in a way that is comforting in the same way that a, a quilt is bound together. This is a quilt that my grandmother um, cut the pieces for. And then my mom took the different pieces and she put them together. And then another member of the family made the top and another family member did the batting and another did the backing and the binding. And all together, I have this quilt that when I'm sick or when I'm traveling, I like to carry with me. It's, it's not a majestic quilt that would be shown at a quilt show, but it's beautiful to me, and it's precious to me. It's if, um, I think if my house was burning down, this is the one thing I'd run in for. Um, So as I'm going to lay this here for us to to think about how our quilts work. Do y'all have a favorite quilt? Yeah? It's just nice to think of being snuggled up in it, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool. We are um, bound together just like this quilt. We're bound together through the love of Jesus Christ. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to go to 1 Corinthians 12. And um, we're going to read the scripture this morning. And if y'all want to read along, go with me. There are different kinds of gifts, but the same Spirit distributes them. There are different kinds of service, but the same Lord. There are different kinds of working, but in all of them and in every one, it is the same God at work. Now to each one, the manifestation of the Spirit is given for the common good. Just as a body, though one has many parts, but all its many parts form one body, so it is with Christ, for we were all bound by baptized by one spirit so as to form one body whether Jews or Gentiles slave or free and we were all given the one spirit to drink even so the body is not made up of one part but of many but God has put the body together giving greater honor to the parts that lacked it so that there should be no division in the body but that the parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ, and each one of you is a part of it. One of the coolest things about quilting is that um, it doesn't matter if it's 
ugly fabric or beautiful fabric or um, tattered fabric or whatnot, it can be used. One of my favorite um, pieces in the quilt is this because it comes from a quilt my grandmother had when she was a little girl. And it's tattered, but it's sewn well in there and bound so that it's not going to go anywhere, but that it continues to be a part of our heritage. And this comes from aprons. These others come from some shirts. But there's a lot of um, stories and a lot of trials that have um, been gone through to pour into this quilt that now um, graces my home and reminds me of the family that surrounds me. Um, quilts historically have had great significance. For the Underground Railroad, quilts were so common that they could be used to hang up and um, give directions to those who were trying to provide freedom for slaves. They would point north. If it was safe to go north, they might have a tangled emblem if it was an area that there, where there was tension and they would know to keep going to another area. They would post these um, in, in places and just hang them on lines, different, hang them, hang them on porches, and people would know. Um, other quilts that have been um, known to come, and y'all, I'm going to have to look at my notes. Um, other quilts in history have um, provided things like honor to our veterans. Quilts of Valor Project has provided um, many, many quilts to um, embrace World War II veterans, Vietnam, Korea. I met a veteran just this week who um, was dealing with symptoms of Agent Orange and his daughter um, made the comment that she was looking for a quilt for him. And I said, I, I can work on that for you. <laughs> Not that I'm going to make the quilt. They wouldn't want me to do that. But, um, but I'm going to hook them up with the quilts of valor because he needs to know that we love him as part of America, but we love him as a brother in Christ too. And to remind him that there's healing that comes through that grace and acceptance in our community. Historically, in 1987, there was a names quilt. Anybody remember that? I'm dating myself, I know. I graduated from high school then. But there was a names quilt to list the names of all those who were dying of AIDS. Um, when an epidemic had struck our country and when we were dealing with families who were hurting and who felt like they were a little bit invisible. And this allowed them to proclaim the name of their loved one in a way that is lasting and that is something that's tangible and won't be forgotten. I have a friend who, um, in her family's history, one of the things she does is she makes something called crazy quilts. Have y'all ever had a crazy quilt? They're really cool. You take all the baby clothes, you take all the kids' clothes, and you just cut them into little strips, and you just make this crazy quilt. It's just like it sounds. But it's the kind of thing that they have carried from one place to the other, and they've started a tradition of doing crazy quilts for mission trips in their church. They come back with 
things that um, were either worn there or fabrics from the country they visited and then they put together this quilt and they form the earth. And it's just awesome to see and touch those reminders. Men were traditionally quilters in some countries. We think of it as just a woman's uh, art, but it's not. It's one that men um, take part in. And there are even some videos by men online where you can go and learn how to bind a quilt. So guys, Travis, I'm going to expect you to go watch that. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, my mom told me that as she was about to uh, marry my dad, that her mother reminded her of the tradition that you have to make a wedding ring quilt before you can walk down the aisle. <laughs> and so she quickly called her friends <laughs> and got everybody together, and they began to work together. It's a collaborative effort. We've all seen the quilting bees. We've all seen the way we come together. And I took part in attempting to quilt in Augusta, and we had a ladies' group there that, um, that taught me of the many, many components of quilting. This is, this is not an easy thing to do. Um, there are processes involved. There's the top of the quilt, the back of the quilt, the batting, the binding, and a quilting phase, and they're not necessarily in that order. But as they began to teach me how to quilt, I said, okay, I want to make that one. And they said, all right, buy the pattern. Bought the pattern. They said, now you have to pick the fabric. And so I started looking at fabrics. No, that's not the right fabric. And I'm like, okay. So somebody who was gifted with choosing fabrics came and taught me about choosing fabrics. And there are grains to the fabrics. There are facets to the fabrics that remind us of different, different things. And another one came and said, okay, now we're going to pick your thread. Now we're going to pick your batting. And, and it was a different lady every time. And I said, what would y'all do without each other? And they just said, well, that's why we're here together. <laughs> you know, this is why we come together. This is why we um, put our efforts together because we wouldn't be able to do this masterful work if we didn't. Now this is a group that created prayer quilts that were, uh, it's about so wide and about two or three feet long, just enough to put on your lap. They tie strings on them and then we place them on the altar at the end of um, their construction with them and we would go up and as a church tie knots in the fabric to let people know, or tie knots in the string to let people know that they had been prayed over because their name would be on the quilt whoever was receiving it. I learned a lot from these ladies. And one of the things that I was reminded of most is just how the gifts that the Spirit gives us come into play. Something as basic as a quilt. A quilt can be majestic. A quilt can be plain and comforting like mine. It can be um, decorative. It can, it can fill all kinds of purposes. But, but a quilt is a pretty common thing for us to have. 
and I can look at those quilts, and, and, and I hope you'll look at them differently. When you look at a quilt and see just how each square is there, we each have a gift that we bring to the table. If we were to quilt the gifts of this church, we would have an incredible tapestry. God is so good in sending his spirit to reach out and to give us gifts and, and, and looking last fall at leadership and beginning to consider um, persons for church council um, chairperson or for lay leader or for different roles, we began to look throughout the church at the gifts that are given to us through the grace of the Holy Spirit. And we began to be reminded just how much God loves us. You see, in 1 Corinthians 12, we are told there are different kinds of gifts. There are different kinds of service. There are different kinds of working, but God is at work for the common good in all. My sister is the mathematician. I'm not, so she's much better at that aspect of quilting than I am of figuring out dimensions. But I'm more the creative one in the family. I can go and I can take it and I can sit down. At that basic level, right there in my family, I'm reminded of this distribution of gifts. If we go to look at the greater levels of community, we see how the different gifts come into play. If we go to look at our church, we go to look at our state, our nation, our world, we begin to see just how much the Spirit is at work around us. I love, um, we just came through the Christmas season not that long ago. It was just over a month ago. And I, when I visited one particular friend, there were just gifts just piled to the ceiling. And she said, don't you just love seeing gifts? <laughs> I said, I do, but, you know, I love seeing them throughout the year, too. And we began to talk about what gifting is. Give the gifts that God has given you because they're not meant for you to hold on to. They're meant for you to give away. They're meant for you to pass on to somebody else to bring joy to their life to bring a lesson to their life, hope to their life. They may be broken. They may be tattered like this fabric that I love. But there is a purpose that God has for them. The next section of our scripture today talks about how we are all baptized by one God, one spirit into one body, and it doesn't matter whether, um, as the scripture says, we're Jew or Greek, we're slave or free, we're male or female, God loves us. God comes and he loves us. He's kind of like this, the batting that holds the layers of the quilt together. If you don't have that, you're going to have a pretty flat quilt. It's not going to be one that would bring comfort. It's not one that's going to hold up to much. But that baptism is something that we then begin to see, okay, I can take my gifts and I can put them together, and I can put them in, and, and have them be part of something that's greater, part of something that's bigger. We 
through baptism are joined into part of God's family. We celebrated Brett's baptism last week and got to see this sweet little boy um, who has this wonderful family become part of a larger family, and he already was, but he was just fully embraced through the, through the Spirit, through the water, through the covenant that was made by those present. We are, we are blessed to have a God who loves us, who wants to take us and make something new out of us, who doesn't want to say, okay, you know what, you're tattered and broken, so I'm done with you. You're no good to me anymore. That's not how God works. God sees us and he takes us and he says, you know what, I love that person. That's my son. That's my daughter. That's my child. And I just want to embrace them. There's a belonging that comes through baptism. One of the kids at my last church, he said, you know, Miss Maria, it's kind of like getting uh, the team jersey now that I've been baptized. I know I'm part of the team. I love it. We, um, we were inspired through him to begin to take um, pieces of clothing from the different kids and make T-shirt quilts out of them for their youth room so they would see how they're even more part of a team of faith. God is so good. He loves us so much. We, we come together as part of the body of Christ. I took three sections of scripture out of 1 Corinthians 12 for the sermon today, and the last one speaks to how we are the body of Christ. We are knit together um, I asked the kids on Friday night, um, if I just have a leg, do I have a body? Y'all can answer. No. If I just have an arm, do I have a body? If I just have a few quilt pieces, do I have a quilt? If I have a top of a quilt over here and the batting over here, is that a quilt? It has to all come together. And it has to be stitched together lovingly, carefully, skillfully, and through the hands of our Lord, we are knit together, quilted together. Our gifts, our baptism, our, our common bond as the body of Christ holds us together in a way that we can then go into this community and bring the comfort of Christ. It's a powerful thing to be bound together that way. There is um, a story that, that a friend of mine tells her children, and she talks about um, when her daughter asked her about heaven, she, and, and she said, you know, what's it going to be like, you know? And she said, well, let me, let me, she said, you know, um, and they were talking, they had been talking about a quilt that her grandmother had done too, and she said, you know that quilt grandma made that was really tattered? And she said, yeah. And she said, well, I, I kind of feel like when we get to heaven, we're going to walk in. And we may even see an angel putting together pieces of our life, just like a piece of a quilt. And she said, you know, some quilts 
may be more together than others. Some may be more tattered and, and holy than others. Holy as in holes in the fabric. She said, but think about when they hold that quilt up to give it to you, to wrap it around you. Will you see the light of Christ? And the little girl said, oh yeah, I can see it now. I can see the light just shining through. And she said, that light of Christ surrounding you is what's really comforting you, what's really embracing you, what's really waiting for you there. It's a reminder that we come, and we come, y'all, we come, we come broken, we come tattered, we come in different shapes and sizes and colors, we come with different patterns in mind, patterns like we may be athletic, so ours, our life may be a life more filled with, um, with sports or with um, interaction in the community and leading. We may be more academic and may be more in a classroom and molding the minds of, of children. We may be more service-oriented using our hands and our feet to go out and serve, to find ways to creatively lift one another up. But we need that framework that a loving family of faith provides to go and do that. To go and let people know you are gifted. God has given you gifts. You are part of a family, and if you don't know it, come find out. Come find out what it means to be a child of God, to be claimed by baptism, to be claimed by grace, to be part of a body of Christ because you belong, and you're accepted, and you are bound together to something greater. You're not just out here in a sea floating alone. More and more I hear people these days saying, I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy, I've messed up. I'm broken, I don't have anything to offer. I would argue that point. <laughs> we are told in Scripture that nothing will separate us from the love of God. We are told in Scripture that if we will just come and believe that we will receive a life eternal and forgiveness of sins and grace that is, is given through the Father, because of the Son, when we are hurting, we need that family of faith to wrap around us. Just like when we're sick, we may want our favorite quilt. When we are finding ourselves feeling isolated, something like a quilt or the reminder that we are part of a family of faith can just create such a wonderful boost, not just to yourself, but to your spiritual growth. You'll hear a little bit about that next week um, when Joanne and Brooke and Victor get to come over here and share about Kenya. 
and I'm excited. I get to be with you to hear them next week. Um, I'm here today so they can be over there. And we find out just how the efforts that we've made through the pieces that we've gathered and added to the other layers have gone to, to create a binding, a quilt of love for the Zoe Project. There's so, so much that we can do. There's so many, there are so many ways that God can continue to use us. My grandmother had no idea that when she sat cutting these quilt squares, or triangles, I should say, that it would become part of a sermon one day. She had no idea what this quilt would mean to me as it's in my home. When you're, when you're single and you live by yourself, having that remembrance of family around you at home is really important. When you're a family, having that sense of family is really important. She had no idea that her efforts would have such an impact just through fabric that somebody else might have thrown away. You're precious. Look at your neighbor and say, you are absolutely precious. Now look to your other neighbor, if you have one, and say, you are God's handiwork. Say, I'm so glad you're my brother or my sister. feels good, doesn't it? It feels good. Don't just speak those words because I tell you to in a service. Walk up to somebody in the middle of the week and say, you are so precious and I'm so glad that you are part of my life and part of God's family as a child of God, as a person who's made an impact on my life. And I want you to know that God loves you. Y'all, we have a world that is so filled with division, it's eaten us alive. But when we have God in our life, we don't become unraveled because the quilt square next to us doesn't look like we do or doesn't feel like we do. It may be a velveteen and we're a cotton. Who knows? It's important to remember that we are all created differently because God gave us each different gifts. He gave us each different graces. He gave us each different things. But he's claimed us. He's claimed us through baptism. He's claimed us through this covenant of faith that he's made with us. And he's claimed us as part of the body of Christ. We are part of something much bigger than ourselves. And we don't know what impact that's going to have. Fifty years from now, somebody may be sitting talking about something that you've done. So remember that you are precious. Say it to somebody again. (laughs) 
Y'all are precious. The whole mood in this room changes when we do that for each other. We are bound together by a God who is good, by a God who loves us regardless of our political opinion, regardless of our um, work that we do, regardless of the clothes we wear, the color of our hair, the color of our eyes, the color of our skin. It doesn't matter. You're a child of God and we are bound together. Family is everything. I want to read you um, the definition that I found of family. Any two or more persons bound together over time by ties who, is, who come together to care for one another, to add to their group, to teach their children, to reach out to others, and to love We, um, we are such a blessed people. Joyce Kelly, um, in a sermon that she gave about her love for quilting and how God is our master quilter, shared this poem, and I want to share it with you today. I think God is a quilter who with needle and thread pieces our world from nothingness and gives it form instead. I think we see God's perfect stitches textured everywhere in velvet moss and grainy sand in silky strands of hair. I think God cuts the pattern from the things we would throw away and show us how to use each scrap in God's own redeeming way. I think quilts paint the lessons God uses just to teach that our pieces and our remnants have kaleidoscopic reach. So in the life we're living, old pieces everywhere, let's give to the quilter all we are to work into a masterpiece of extra loving care. We make a difference. Have a um, Sharma Lewis, who is a colleague and friend who um, is now bishop in the Virginia Conference, would ask the question: If your church closed its doors, would anybody know? And she used that question to remind us that we're bound together to do something greater than ourselves. what would our quilt look like as a church? Is it one that people would want to take and wrap themselves in? Or is it one they would toss aside for something that was more comforting, more loving? Let's be the church that embraces. For we are bound together. Would y'all pray with me? Lord, we come before you.
and we seek to be your people, to be people who are bound together in a family of faith, gifted through your spirit, baptized into your family, bound together as the body of Christ. We ask your blessing on every part of us. Remind us that we don't just take pieces and set them aside, but every piece has value in the tapestry that you create. Every piece has a purpose and a warmth that you have put right here that we would work together for your good. Let us be the hope, Lord, that your son brings. Work your spirit in us in ways that will reach out to a community that's hurting or broken. Let your love cover us all that we can take your, your love and cover others.